Welcome. Welcome in to Sports Talk Chicago. All gas, no brakes. If you're looking for the same old sports talk, get out. You've come to the wrong place. Hey, we ain't come this far just to come this far, you hear me? I tell you what I see, I tell you the truth. We going hard today. We're fearless, bold, and highly opinionated. This here show. This show is so hot right now. The biggest guests, the hottest takes, and the best interviews live right here. Do you actually remind me of Dan Patrick? Because you ask great questions, you have the knack, you have the gift. On Sports Talk Chicago. Yo, Chicago. Here's your host. The guy's an absolute stud. John Zagul. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. This is going to be the rant. This is rant time here on Sports Talk Chicago. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to today's program. Remember, subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button on this video. John Meadows is directing and producing. And thank all of our great affiliates up near the top of the screen. ACTV, City's 92.9 FM, and AM 1230 WJOB. This is by far. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. This is by far the worst game of the Bears season. Now, the argument could be made that the first half was great. Justin Fields looked great. His team improved. No, they didn't. They did not improve. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Okay, I'm going to say it now because I know how the media is going to play this one off tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Well, hey, Fields looked better. Things got better. There were good things to talk about. They faced the worst defense in football. They were up by 21 points. They lost the game. And better yet, Mr. I think Justin Fields grew. Guess what? Once again, it never fails. He throws an interception in the fourth quarter of a game in which the Bears need a touchdown. Again, how does this keep happening? How? Part of being a quarterback in the NFL is knowing how to be clutch. It's knowing how to step up for your team when they need you most. And although Justin Fields looked a lot better today, once again, he failed in stepping up for his team and being a clutch quarterback when he was needed, when the Bears needed to lean on him, to put the franchise on his back, on his shoulders, to wheel them forward for a victory. He failed, he pulled the bed, and he moved forward again. And he screwed it up again. And I remember, by the way, when this stuff happened with Mitch Trubisky. And rightfully so, he was scorned for it, right? Remember the game with the Lions when the Bears were winning? Mitch Trubisky got pressured, fumbled the football, returned for a touchdown. Remember that game? Everybody laid into Trubisky. They said he wasn't clutch, couldn't come through, couldn't make things happen. There's no excuse for what Fields did today. In fact, I would argue Fields, along with Eberplus, are most responsible for this loss. You know why? The reason why Denver tied up the game is because of a Fields fumble and return for a touchdown. And the reason why Denver won the game is because Fields threw a pick as the Bears tried to drive downfield and make something happen. Okay, I said this week one, I said this week two, I said it last week, I'm going to say it again. Until I see something otherwise, until I see any sort of progress overall, not just in a quarter or two, not just in three quarters, a whole game, Justin Fields is a bust. And you can't tell me otherwise. If you, as a quarterback in the NFL, in your third year, 
are incapable, incapable of leading a fourth quarter clutch drive. When your team needs you the most, then you are not a good quarterback and you're not a franchise quarterback. And that's the key for everybody who says he is him. JF1, he is the guy. No, he's not. Because if he was, there wouldn't be a pick. There wouldn't be consistent turnovers only in the fourth quarter. When you need him to be a man and step up, he fails continuously. Had a good game today, first three corners. Impressed. Based a bad team, but impressed. But yet they lost the game. And you could say, well, it's on Eberflus, bad coaching, bad play calling. 100% true. We'll get to him in a second. I'm not done with him. But how about Justin Fields? When your team is leaning on you, you can't even throw a touchdown. You can't even drive the ball downfield. You are perpetually stuck in turning the ball over. It's a habit. It's a habit. And it's a disgusting habit. But every single time, they need a touchdown. They need points. They need something in the fourth quarter. And they need their quarterback to will them move moving forward, to will them to move forward. Nothing. Nothing. There's no progress. There's no excitement. It's a whole bunch of crap. Whole bunch of crap. I'm not overreacting either, okay? This is week four now, right? Week four. We got to be better than this. This Bears team has to be better than this. I expected them to lose. They did lose right? So I guess my expectation was correct. So why am I pissed off? I'm pissed off because they blew a 21-point lead. I'm pissed off because in the fourth quarter, again, again, two turnovers from their franchise quarterback. He ain't a franchise quarterback. A franchise quarterback would put the game away. And I know Matt Eberflus is responsible, and I promise you we're going to get to him. But your star QB, quote-unquote, everybody's favorite quarterback Fumbled the football that led to a touchdown and then threw a pick in the last minute of the game. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I can't defend him anymore. I said this last week. I'm going to say it again. You cannot defend Justin Fields. And there was, this was funny, and I, I told you about this before the game. There's an outlet out there putting, up, putting together this big hype video for Justin Fields saying, we stand with you. Get out of here with that crap. Where the hell was that for Mitch Trubisky? Where the hell was that for Jake Cutler? Rex Grossman, Kyle Orton? No. If you suck, if you cannot come through, if you're incapable of leading a fourth-quarter drive, then guess what? You're a bust. Mitch Trubisky did not make this many turnovers in the fourth quarter of a game. He did not. He didn't. Fields has already. Okay, my patience is wearing extremely thin. This should be in for Fields this year. I think we've seen enough. I think we know what we have in Justin Fields. He's a talented quarterback who is a great first half and even first three-quarter football player. But when you need him to come through, when you need him to score you a touchdown and you're down by seven, you're down by three, two minutes left in the fourth quarter, he is never going to do it for you. Never. It won't happen. And I'm not going to miss my words anymore on Justin Fields. I don't care what anybody tells me. I'm not worried about what anybody tells me. I don't care how much hate I get. If you're going to tell me that Fields contributed to this game being close or whatever it was, yeah, maybe he did. But at the end of the day, those turnovers cost the Bears the game. 
Oh, by the way, uh, Matt Eberflus and his coaching was horrendous. Matt Eberflus was horrendous today. And I think, again, nice guy off the field. I know he's a nice guy. I, I don't, I, this is not a personal attack. But Matt Eberflus needs to be fired now. Not in a couple of weeks, not at the end of the year, as the Bears traditionally do. Today, gone. Today, clean out your locker. Today, you suck. Okay? This is ridiculous. You're up 28-7. to Your quarterback is cruising along. You're having a great game. And just piece by piece, the Broncos score here. They score there. They cause a turnover. They all of a sudden tie the game. All of a sudden, they kick a field goal, and they're winning. And you're all of a sudden not flat on your ass with a minute 45 to go. What the hell was that? And then Matt Eberplunch calls a timeout for the Bears. They decided to decide between going for it or kicking a field goal. He calls a timeout, burns a timeout for no reason. Then they end up trying to go for it on the fourth and one. They get stopped, and it's a turnover. And Russell Wilson turns it around and throws a 70-yard pass. You know, Matt Eberplunch, may I remind you, is calling the defense right now because Allen Williams is gone. So Matt Eberflus is calling the defense. Matt Eberflus is coaching this team as the head coach. Matt Eberflus is determining how every single game goes in terms of play calling, in terms of defensive attitude, in terms of ability to win. And they were up 28-7, to and nobody gave a blank. And then they lost 31-28. They blew a three-touchdown lead. That is indicting it up for me, as somebody from the outside looking in to say, Matt Eberflus has to go now. Not in a couple of weeks. Not in, you know, a couple of more games. Let's see how he does. I've seen enough, okay? The Bears are continually making franchise history in all the wrong ways with consecutive losses. And today, in a game in which they should have won, in which they were up by 21 points, they lose 31-28. to And don't give me the BS about tanking. This is not a tanking year. And this was not a tanking game. The Bears actually got outplayed and lost. They actually got outplayed. The Broncos are going to celebrate this as some miracle comeback, as they should. And the Bears are sitting there with their tail between their legs wondering what the hell happened. What the hell happened? You guys stopped playing football after two quarters. You guys stopped caring to play football by the time the third quarter came. Matt Eberflus is a man of adjustments. Matt Eberflus is a man of second-half adjustments. Well, you know what? What adjustments were made in the second half? What adjustments were made in halftime? Nothing. Nothing. This is worse than 2020. And everybody got fired or everybody was on their way out after that year. Trubisky first and eventually Pace and Nagy. And I'll tell you what, Aberplus has to go now. And Fields is also in trouble. What a great team culture, too, for Matt Eberplus. Huh? He is a, one of his best friend uh, assistants, resigned under mysterious circumstances. They're losing games left and right. They're setting franchise records for losing games. And now they're up by 21 points, and they blow it, and they lose by three, and they put up nothing in the second half. How is that even possible? I'm being serious. How is this even possible? I mean, I guess anything's possible with the Bears, but how is this possible? I mean, really think about this game. Everybody was so happy cruising right along. Justin Fields had a franchise record today for completions to start a game. And overall, he was like 24-27. He played great in the beginning. The Bears were cruising up 28-7. to 
How the hell did they lose 31-28? I mean, how is that even possible? I would have never conceived it. I would have never expected that to occur. Really. This is probably, I mean, I'm not going to quote anybody on this, but I'd love to know the franchise record for blown leads in a game because I'll tell you what, this has got to be up there. You're up by 21. You're dominating Denver, although Russell Wilson was playing well, but you're dominating them overall, and you lose like this? The defense totally failed. They didn't force any turnovers whatsoever. They barely touched Russell Wilson. They got like one sack on him. And Wilson, obviously, heated up. Did anybody not expect that? Everybody makes fun of Russell Wilson. He's a meme. He's whatever. No, he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's not some joke. Okay? He's not Justin Fields. He's not O'Connell, rookie, starting with Las Vegas today. No, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a perennial MVP candidate. Of course he's going to come back and win the game. Of course it's going to happen. How do you not see it? And how do you not prepare for it? How do you not sit there and say, you know what? We really got to keep the pedal to the metal, guys, because we're facing a Hall of Fame quarterback. We're doing good against them now. Let's keep him down and out. Let's keep this Broncos team at bay. No, they let him come back and hang around and come back and come back and come back and come back. And at the end of the day, they look like the idiots. They look like the losers. In fact, actually, they are the losers. They are the losers. They're the laughing stock of the NFL. They're a freaking joke of a team to watch, and I'm sick of it. And people have to start being held accountable for their actions. Because you know what? As great as that first and second quarter was, I can tell you this. Nobody gives a blank. Nobody cares. Really, nobody cares. Is anybody here talking about, well, that was a great first and second quarter? No! We all forgot about it. We don't care about it. We don't care about the progress that was made before. Because the fact is, when you needed to step up and win a damn game, you freaking couldn't do it. All of you. Matt Eberflus, Justin Fields, the Bears' defense, they let Denver, they let Denver, who was 0-3, come all the way back from nothing to win. This is going to be a statement game for them. Maybe not, but you know what? I would take it that way. When you're facing any team in the NFL and you come back from 21 down, that is awesome. That's a huge accomplishment, and to their credit, they won fair and square. There was no BS. It wasn't like, oh, there was a bad call right down. No, they won. They came back. The Bears laid off the gas. Justin Fields had two crucial turnovers, and the Bears' defense under Matt Eberflus's reign, under his play calling, let Russell Wilson come all the way back. McLaughlin ran like crazy for Denver. Nobody cared. No way to stop him all game. And Russell Wilson completed big passes and came through big time in the second half. This is so bad. This is so bad. I mean, this is an all-time low. Last year was, you know, it was what it was, right? Last year was tough, but at the end of the day, they, you know, they weren't supposed to win. Tanking situation. Weren't going to be coming through. This year, there's no excuse. There's nothing. Nothing. The Bears' offensive play calling in the second half was conservative at best. And conservative, I'm using lightly. Because it was scared. It was terrified. It was pathetic. It was afraid. 
oh no, I hope I don't lose this game. Let me just call a couple of runs, go three and out and punt it. <laughs> That's what it was. And then when the Bears leaned on their franchise quarterback, right? They're, they're game-changing. They're electric. They're unbelievable quarterback. Guess what? Fumble, touchdown, and pick. Like usual, fumble, touchdown, pick. You know, Justin Fields, and I'm going to keep saying this, last year, Chad, when he threw that pick six to lose a game last year, said that'll never happen again. Well, you know what? It has just happened all year. The Packers, the pick six that he threw effectively ended the game. The Buccaneers, it effectively ended the game. Today, the fumble tied the game. The pick ended the game. There's a resounding theme here. And you could say it's not Justin Fields' fault. Well, there's a theme here. Why is it that Justin Fields is always involved with the end of the game in a bad way? Always. There's always a resounding theme. Pick six, fumble, return for a touchdown, interception in crunch time. Why is that always happening? Why? Because it's his fault, too. It's not just Eberflus. It's not only Poles or only Getsy or only this guy or that guy. Justin Fields has to be held accountable for his actions, too. Like Mitch Trubisky was, like Jay Cutler was, like Kyle Orton was, like Rex Grossman was. They all were, and they all deservedly had their issues. And guess what? Justin Fields does, too. He's not perfect. He's not different. He's not different. I don't see any difference. Does anybody else see a difference? Is he, is there something special? I don't really see anything special. I see a decent quarterback who has athletic talents, but who just cannot come through and be the guy he's supposed to be. I don't see anything um, special. I don't. And that's not controversial. I mean, at this point, you got to really convince me that you see something special there. Because the fact is, now he's what, 6-30 and 30 as a quarterback? This is bad. This entire team is a freaking dumpster fire. I mean, this is so bad. So many people have to get fired in order for change to occur. And even then, you're looking at another rebuild. So really, the Bears are screwed no matter what, right? The Bears asked for patience from fans. The Bears asked people to relax as they tanked last year, including myself, which I idiotically bought into. I said, you know what? Okay, fine. I'll let them tank. So be it. That's okay. They're going to get the first pick. Exciting. We'll see what they do. And it did nothing. It did nothing. Because now, I mean, it's, let's be real here. As we sit here today, what do the Bears have going for them? What do the Bears have going for them? They have a quarterback who is not the answer. They have a head coach who is at best a defensive backs coach or a linebacker coach. He's not even a defensive coordinator. They don't have their real defensive coordinator. <laughs> they have Ryan Poles and Kevin Ward in the business side of things. I mean, what do the Bears have and what do they have to hang their hats on? Is there any future whatsoever for this team? No, there isn't. No, there isn't. They may have to rebuild again, and I know Bears fans don't want to hear it, but I'm out of ideas. They're 0-4. They're not going to win 13 straight and make the playoffs. They're not. So what are we to say, and how are we to evaluate this team moving forward? How are we to evaluate this team moving forward? Well, at this point, Justin Fields, on a week-by-week basis, is playing for his job. He is. 
Matt Eberflus should be fired tomorrow. Not going to happen. Oh, you're overreacting. No, he should be fired tomorrow. Because if he's calling defense right now, then that means a lot of it was on him for blowing that 28-7 lead. He was calling the defense. He was making sure the Bears were defending Russell Wilson properly. And that led to 31 points and a 28-7 blown lead? Come on, guys. Matt Eberflus should be fired. Justin Fields should be week to week with an extremely short leash. Extremely, like they did to Mitch. Extremely short leash. And Ryan Poles has to be held responsible for this overall on-the-field product. Because I'll tell you what, he is not innocent. I know he's up there showing him in the press box, celebrating, so excited. He's not innocent, too. He put this team together, and look how they're playing on the field. And you could say it's inadequate coaching, but some of it is performance. What about the Chase Claypool stuff, huh? Chase Claypool's being shopped as we speak today for a 6th and 7th round pick because the Bears don't want him anymore. He was inactive today. Talk about a loss, right? The Bears gave up the 32nd overall pick for Chase Claypool. Now they're trying to flip him for a 6th or 7th rounder. What about that? That's on Brian Poles. And this is what happens, and I'll end it with this sort of bringing together. This is what happens when there's on-the-job training. It is. Ryan Poles is a rookie GM. Matt Eberflus is a rookie head coach. Justin Fields is still a rookie quarterback, even though he's in his third year. Luke Getze is a rookie offensive coordinator. Kevin Warren's a rookie president for a National Football League team, at least. This is what happens when one of the greatest franchises in football, one of the most storied franchises in football, has on-the-job training for its most coveted and its most respected positions. They never brought in anybody with experience at GM or a head coach, or an offensive coordinator, or a president, or a quarterback. And look where they stand today, their own four. I'm not saying older is always better. But why don't you give it a damn try? Why don't you stop hiring the next big thing, the next big coordinator, and hoping that he's going to work out when clearly it hasn't, and it won't? Why won't anybody step up and say that they need experience on this team? They do. They do need experience on this team. Why is one of the most storied franchises in football subjecting itself constantly to on-the-job training? I'm all for people getting opportunities, but not like this. Not with this important of a franchise and fan base. You want to go do that in Cleveland? Be my guest. Want to go do it in L.A.? Be my guest. Not here. Not in this city. Not with this team. Not with this franchise. One of the founding members of the National Football League. And this is what they're subjecting their fans to. Stop with the youngsters and the -the on-the-job training and the rookies. It's not working. Justin Fields and Matt Eberflus are most responsible for this game going to crap. Matt Eberflus, though, I will say this, is at the top of the list. Even more than Fields. Although Fields made those turnovers and I am beyond pissed at him. Matt Eberflus called the defense the whole game. So what went different? What went wrong from 28-7 to to 31-28? How did the Broncos score that many points in the second half alone? How is that possible? If he's not fired tomorrow, it's a total joke. And he won't be. He won't be. I don't know what I'm even saying. He won't be fired. 
He's not going anywhere, but it's a total damn joke that he's still here, still coaching this team. This was one of the most embarrassing losses for the Bears ever. The Chiefs game was this bad because it was a total blowout. This week is actually might be even worse because they were up 28 to 7. What is this? The Super Bowl? 28 to 3? Matt Ryan? He was calling the game today. Maybe that's why they lost by 21. <laughs> this is no joke. This is beyond sad. And changes need to occur. I'm so disgusted. I'm actually hurt. Because as I've said to end every one of these rants, you guys deserve better. Bears fans are loyal to a fault. They care to a fault. And this is what they get. They get on-the-job training. They get mediocrity beyond mediocrity. They get a quarterback who claims to be great but really isn't because he can't even make a play in the fourth quarter. They get a head coach who's calling defensive plays and isn't even a defensive guy. Supposedly, I guess, because he can't even limit anybody. They have a general manager who's a rookie on the job. All of this is a shame for you. You deserve better than this. You deserve better than just this constant wash, rinse, repeat of, oh my gosh, I don't even know what to say. To, to, to see this constant cycle. To see this constant cycle of horrendous football and horrendous behavior. You don't deserve it. I don't care what any of you think in terms of, oh, John, I can't believe you're blaming whoever. I can't believe you're saying this or saying that. Nope. They all sucked. They all sucked. Everybody's responsible. Oh, you didn't watch the game. See, look at all this on Twitter. Oh, John, what are you talking about? Oh, you can't be saying this. You can't be saying that. Justin Fields wasn't at fault. Yes, he was. He was. You just don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. I'm done. I'm done for today. You know, this was so bad. And uh, I don't know what else to say. I'm done. You guys enjoy the rest of your day if you can. I hope you do, and I hope you let this kind of just pass. I'm going to let it pass because, you know what, who cares? I'm done letting this BS ruin my day. This team is just a joke, a damn joke. Don't let it ruin the rest of your day. Yeah, see, dance and enjoy your grandson. Yeah, enjoy your family. Why waste your time with this crap hole of a team? I guess we'll see you next week for the Thursday night game. Not looking forward to it because – I'll tell you what, another game they should win, but they won't. Not against the Commanders. And they're going to be on national TV so we could hear Al Michaels bitch and complain about how bad the game is again. Because he will, because it's bad. It's bad. Here. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We had a lot of you tune in. We really appreciate it. Uh, Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel if you want some more unfiltered and raw Sports Talk Chicago insights and talent. We appreciate John Meadows directing and producing because he has to waste his Sundays with us. So <laughs> we appreciate him hanging out and, and doing everything. So good stuff behind the scenes, the score bug, the graphics, the, the direction of all the cameras here, making sure everything looks and, and works okay, the sound. Um, I thank you all for hanging out here with me. Uh, you can follow us at Sports Talk Chicago all over. And I'm sure we will be talking to you this week. Good or bad, 
I'm just angry, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk it off. We're gonna do the game on Thursday. We're gonna be here. Um, but just what a sad way to end what seemed to be a promising game to begin with. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Till next time, so long.